0: real noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
3: Okay. Come through, queen. I wanna see you Come through, queen.
2: Hi, everyone. It is Brendan, and Dan is not here again this week. We love you, Dan, but I am joined by a very special guest. You know her. You love her. Real Housewives of New York City star, (laughs) Jamie Missy. Hi,
4: everyone. You might have remembered me from the Real Housewives of New York City.
2: In the background of that one party at Jessel's apartment.
4: But you can spot me three times. (laughs)
2: Yes. Um, Jamie, how are you doing? What's going on?
4: I'm good. We just did an amazing Patreon pre-show where I talked about my media diet this week, which was overconsumption at best. So pop on over to hear about the OC. Not your OC. My OC.
2: Yeah, the the one with Misha Barton. The one with Misha Barton. And the guy with the eyebrows. And the
4: guy with the eyebrows. Oh, and Adam Brody. The Adam Brody who is married to Leighton Meester. No one ever
2: talks about how they're married.
4: So gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. You
2: know Leighton's story, right? Leighton? Le- Leighton's Leighton?
4: I do know Leighton's story, but you should tell people.
2: <laughs> so basically, her mom is a very bad woman mm-hmm. who would ask for money from Leighton, allegedly, to give to Leighton's brother who had some sort of ailments mm-hmm. maybe cancer brain cancer mm. um and then the mom would pocket it allegedly it's crazy yeah I read all about that one day at a diner in like a physical copy of like a glamour magazine iconic when Leighton Meester was on the cup cover for like country strong
4: I believe her mother eventually went to jail at some point, too, right? Or Leighton was, was born, born in jail. jail. Yeah. 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 That's, the, that's the kicker.
2: Anyways, um, we should start a Leighton Meester podcast. <laughs> Honestly? <laughs> yes. Come through, <laughs> Lee? I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we're going to get to actual things that we're supposed to talk about on this podcast. There's a couple of news items related to Vanderbilt Rules. Oof. The first being, and this is NBC News, so this is big.
4: Bi- yeah. Bible, I guess. Yeah.
2: Rachel Levis from Vanderpump Rules sues Tom Sandoval and Ariana Maddox and alleges revenge porn. Um, one time Vanderpump Rules star Rachel Levis, whose affair with fellow cast member Tom Sandoval was one of the Bravo show's biggest story arcs, filed a bombshell lawsuit on Thursday today, accusing him and co-star Ariana Maddox of being involved in producing and distributing revenge porn against her. Um, The suit says, quote, to be clear, Levis has repeatedly acknowledged that her actions were morally objectable and hurtful to Maddox. She's offered numerous apologies. Lost in the mix was Levis was that Levis was the victim of a predatory and dishonest behavior of an older man who recorded sexually explicit videos of her without her knowledge or consent, which were then distributed, disseminated and discussed publicly by a scorned woman seeking vengeance and catalyzing the scandal. Um, obviously, we don't know how this will go down. I don't know the definition of revenge porn, but it is what it is.
4: Right. I think it's interesting timing. Why do you think that it's coming out right now?
2: I don't know. I think like everything that um, Rachel has done has just been by her own accord. Right. Also, like there's a thing. like The show's airing right now, so I'm sure a lot of new things are coming up for her. Also, there's been a lot of litigation recently in the Bravo world. Um, kind of, I'm not saying this is sparked by, like, the Bethany reality reckoning thing, but it seems that a lot of these things are happening, like, at a similar time.
4: Right. It seems strange that this wouldn't have come up earlier in the trajectory of this storyline, considering about how severe the, the charges are.
2: To be to yeah. her credit, though, I think she spent a lot of time, it's been a year, Right. right? Um, But I think she spent a lot of time in like mental health facilities and like getting well. Also, like she was launching new business ventures and that kind of stuff. Right. Um, But we'll keep an eye on this and see where it goes from here. Um, But other Vanderpump Rules news, which was actually like the timing of this one is a little more interesting
4: very strange
2: so from people Jax taylor and britney cartwright separate after four years of marriage quote pray for us Jax taylor and britney cartwright are separating the vanderpump rules alumni who are set to take part in the bravo spin-off the valley this spring have announced their separation four years after they wed in 2019 that math doesn't really math for me um, Brittany talked about it on, um, their podcast quote, when reality hits, she said, many of you guys have been asking me about Jax and I, and our relationship. I just think it's important to be real and honest with you guys, because our life is definitely, we've shared so many, we've shared so much of our life with you guys. So I feel like I don't want to seem like I'm lying or anything like that. So it's important for me to say this. Um, I think they're now living in like separate places mm. which is interesting a lot of people are saying okay is this promo for the show
4: okay that's what my initial thought was this is really strange timing the show's about to come out are we doing this to plug a different storyline that we'll see unfold later
2: but like the show's all about like them being like a beautiful family living in the valley, right?
4: Right. Oh, side note: Are you excited for the show? No. Yeah, I tried watching the trailer, and I was like, I am not signing up for so and so. The other one, the one I don't yeah. care about in them.
2: Here's the thing, though: like shows that I'm like not been as excited about in the past. Vanderpump Rules is a good example.
4: Turned out amazing. Being
2: yeah. amazing for yeah. at least a few seasons, and I've heard. Not to get off this for a second, but, like, I've heard Southern hospitality is good. I
4: heard that's good, too.
2: Yeah. So, I need to tune into that. But, I don't know. I, I also, like, don't really care about Brittany and Jacks. No.
4: I mean, also, like, not shocked. Sorry. So, yeah. if it's true, not shocked. If it's oh, also a plot line to get more people to tune in, smart.
2: Exactly. I mean... Will you watch one episode of the Valley? I
4: will watch the intro one just to confirm my hesitation because I thought it was going to focus in on them and not so much these like additional cast members who just showed up with Mm -hmm. their kids. Like I don't care. I don't need new friends over there. The dolls are the dolls as we've been told. So I will, but I will turn into the one, especially now actually. So maybe they did their job right.
2: Maybe they did. Um, Yeah so that's that on that uh before we get to the shows i did want to mention because this podcast is like now trying to figure out like how and when we talk about Summerhouse, given that spoiler alert it airs on the night we record but we also like have been dedicated to talking about the traders that night so like Unless we're staying up till like 2 a.m. on a Thursday night before we have to go to work. It's tough. I did want to mention, though, Summer House premiere was some of the most joyful (laughs) (laughs) television. It's great. Like the the new people they brought on, these two guys, West and I think, I forget the tall guy's name, but he doesn't come until later. But West is like, is this like nice, like blonde guy.
4: Who is he friends with?
2: He was friends with, like, I think he met Lindsay first. Oh, fun. But Lindsay and Carl aren't in the house the first episode because they got invited to the White House for the 4th of July. Oh. So, but the gag is the house is getting along so well without them there. And, like, they're all, like, laying in bed together, all of them. Oh, my God. And God. usually it's only, like, the girls.
4: Yeah, the, gr- the, the bed girls. This is the season where we see everything. them break up, right? That hasn't happened yet?
2: It No, it happens at the very end because they did the whole summer. And then what happened was, I guess, Carl called producers before he was going to break up right, with right, right. her, yeah. allegedly. And we're gonna see that all at the end.
4: Yeah, maybe I'll tune in for this too. Actually, that seems yeah. like appointment television.
2: Like the first episode, like they go to a carnival. Oh, fun! Which is fun. Are we on a Ferris wheel? We're on a Ferris oh, wheel. Love, love, love. love like that. West is on a Ferris wheel. With Sierra, like they're making quesadillas. Uh, love fan favorites. Oh, Gorge. Um, preferred. yeah. Um, so let us pivot. And let's start with Real Housewives of Potomac. So, Jamie, of course, we have gone to see Candy Gallon concert. We have. So, you know her well.
4: Yes, based. <laughs> I love thinking about that performance in DC at the now closed city winery, permanently closed city winery. Oh, my God. Where the pizza should not be served.
2: Like,. The pizza was horrible.
4: I think probably all the food was really bad, but that will go down in the books as maybe the worst thing I've ever come in contact with.
2: And I think we... Did we share a bottle of rosé? Yeah. And it was was like juicy juice? It was
4: juicy juice. It was like Diamond Tap. It was disgusting. That
2: was also the trip that we took to DC. It was the very beginning of my sabbatical in 2022, and... We were all going to DC to see Candy Girl, and like me, you, and Honey, we are used to like staying in hotel rooms together. We've done it many times, right. and we survived, because you, you think of a typical hotel. Right, we go to the Moxie in DC. <laughs> we walk in; it is the smallest room I've ever been in.
4: think about a small room but then think about it smaller that's what it is <laughs> plus horrible placement for everything possible like coat coat rack over the tv kind of energy
2: exactly and then shower with a window into the bedroom and like if you're sharing with just like friends that's not like the move <laughs> <laughs> it's not the move i remember i think i like when you showered, I just, like, turned away.
4: Right. It's either one of us turned away or one of us left. So, like, you had yeah. to leave.
2: We ended up, like, getting an extra room so at least, like, we could switch off. Oh, God. That was... It was fun, though. That I mean, was a fun Candace trip. I mean, was
4: great. I was on my feet. I was dancing. So when I saw her on the screen, I was jazzed.
2: Yeah, so... What are you feeling about these ladies? They're on their trip. They're in Dominican Republic.
4: Right. I was pleasantly surprised we were on a trip when I tuned in because I'm glad we're just not like local. So it felt like a fun little getaway. Yeah. But it does feel like everybody hates each other.
2: That's the thing. So I think we're like starting with like a little bit of like night golf. Mm. It's like working on my night cheese. (laughs) (laughs)
4: like
2: Tina Fey.
4: I know. I was like, does anybody here want to actually play golf? No. Although Candace's outfit was giving golf which yeah. is fun yeah
2: you know what i like when was the last time you played mini oh never mind i know the answer
4: like, <laughs> mo- <was> like <laughs> more than you think actually <laughs> i was
2: like when was the last time you played mini golf and i was like i was there you were
4: there and i would like to plug swingers in uh new york city nomad to be it's, specific it's yeah great.
2: 29th and um broadway
4: right underground my
2: office is like half a block away
4: it's so fun four um, courses
2: they went there on the new roni oh did they yeah
4: Oh, I it was people. like it wasn't my episode. <laughs> I know it was.
2: I think it was Jessel and Pavet, Aaron and Abe, and then Uba.
4: Oh, love! I would like to call it that I did meet Jessel again after I met her during that show, and she didn't remember me. So, <laughs> shout out to Jessel, love you. I would like to meet one more time. I think to I solidify saw- <laughs> my face, <in laughs> her face. I
2: mean, like the odds of you meeting her again are big because. I'm not gonna dox you but like she was you live close by
4: I live close by she was featured and related to my work recently so I'm a degree away great but anyway so yes I have played mini golf recently and I love mini golf this yeah. was not mini golf though
2: yeah it was night golf
4: night golf and also just like not the vibe so is it normal that they all dislike each other for this cast
2: so there's a lot of history here um and it was all kind of the negativity was started by my former fave Giselle.
4: Okay, everybody dislikes Giselle now, right? Yeah,
2: yeah, it's she is a bad potster who got us to this negative space, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um and I would say She's trying to pretend like everything's golden and she doesn't have to like deal with like the discord that she kind of created in this group. I see. And probably continues to create. And you see that kind of at the dinner scene when she's talking about her daughter and going to school and you see that Candace and Wendy are having like making faces about it. Right. So like as somebody like someone who for someone who doesn't watch the show regularly, you would think that like, oh, it's so weird. The faces they're making towards her. And maybe it is a little weird in this specific context, talking about the kids. Cause like the kids are supposed to be off limits, mm-hmm. but just for historically, there is a reason why I see these folks are acting this way towards her.
4: Yeah. The whole thing confused me too. Cause I just felt like one wise is being brought up to everybody's gonna have their opinion about it but ultimately it's like no one's opinion to weigh in on Mm -hmm. especially if they're not that close so i'm like why are we even bringing this to the table was the kind of like the big question mark for me but yeah i did know walking into it that giselle is like kind of on the outs in terms of people in the greater cinematic universe like loving her so i'm like sitting there trying to be team candace is that wrong
2: no i think that's right i think that's right um Giselle, like, was kind of her and Karen were like probably the first two breakout stars of this particular franchise. Right. Early on. And I think actually Candace is probably the way that people view her has done like a is it a 180 or a 360? It's a I'm 180.
4: Why test it out of math? I don't know.
2: Like, it's like I think she wasn't well liked initially. But people have realized actually she's great. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. yeah. And since we're Candace loyalists here, <laughs> and I'm I'm actually being probably ruder to Gis- Giselle than I usually am. and I think that is maybe growth on my end.
4: Yeah, well, my question too is Candace felt like she was semi miserable in in a way that I didn't think she was gonna be. She seemed unhappy like the second we like settled down with her.
2: I think she's just, like, fed up with, like, Giselle's shenanigans. Because, like, they also did that, like, crowning of the new grand dame. Which was, like, just designed to be a dig at Karen type of thing. So, yeah. There's a lot here.
4: Right. And then I was tracking her throughout. And this is probably not important to the plot. But do we love Chris, the husband? Or is he a bad man?
2: I don't think he's done anything bad. And, like the whole drama with Giselle is directly involving Chris because she claims that he was inappropriate with her by like asking her to talk to him at one of the reunions in like a room or something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah.
4: Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. I'm laser focused on Candace and her kind of uterus.
2: Totally. So what did you think of like the game they played after breakfast the next morning with like the buzzers?
4: You know, <laughs> I was like, wow, would we play this together and have a good time? In, in theory, like I think... Like a sex game? Yeah. I th- I would be like, I don't know. I think it's good for TV. Obviously, it was engineered for TV. Mm-hmm. But in the same time, I was like, you guys are full of shit, basically. It, this feels like we're lying through our teeth for every answer.
2: Yeah. I think it's like... <laughs> a thing that has happened in modern housewives is that they've been relying on like all these games when they used to never go around and be like tell me this tell me this it is very like college orientation right like did you ever play that game where they pass around a roll of toilet paper and they tell you to grab as many Um, pieces as you want it almost said slices like it's pizza (laughs) and then like the amount you grab you have to say that many things about yourself no
4: i hate any icebreakers are cruel and unusual punishment i I think so it does read as an icebreaker but it also feels like kind of cheap too so and it's confusing because these women know each other for presumably a relatively long time so Mm -hmm. why are we bringing out buzzers to like talk about sex you could probably just do that anyway yeah i don't know exactly but is that a normal trip thing no
2: It's not even just a trip thing. It's like a... It's just been happening all the time now. Right. It's wild.
4: Yeah, like it didn't do it for me. I'm not going to lie. I think it happens
2: more on trips because that's where you get the more group scenes. So I'm thinking back Beverly Hills this season. I think they did it. They went on like a little day trip to Ojai where they did it, and then they did it in Vegas. Can you imagine being at a table at a a restaurant in Vegas.
4: Buzzing. And someone's like bringing
2: out <laughs> cards to like talk about different subject matters.
4: It's so strange. <laughs> I don't know. And obviously they don't enjoy it either. So it it's a confusing thing. It probably is just for the plot.
2: Yeah. So then they go... To, I guess they went to that other restaurant and they get into different conversations. I thought this conversation was interesting because it was somebody asking Ashley about still being married to her ex Michael and like kind of the financial benefits
4: of that yes that was interesting
2: and then Mia starts talking about her own situation where she's like now claiming that like she had more inheritance going into her relationship with G which like Mia's origin story is like too much to get into right now, but it's like,
4: I-, I, I was lost during that time because they were kind of saying she was one thing. And I was like, wait, I'm confused about what, how they met. And it seemed kind of,
2: well, she used to be, a, she used to work in a strip club. Oh, she did. She's okay. like been I wasn't open sure. about that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I
4: wasn't sure since I had no context, I was like, not really sure. Cause they weren't doing like so specific, but, totally. um, but yeah, it's this kind of like cash versus, uh, estates or whatever they were talking about too. Ass- I was like, what is did it they say? Not yeah. Assets. Maybe liquid assets versus not. Yeah. I was just like, I don't know. okay. I've got, I've got nothing. But then she was saying like $10,000 a night was like not a lot of money. I'm like, too. Oh. I was like, <laughs> even can't cut to Candace. I was like, Candace. And then she, she was like, obviously that's an insane thing to say. So. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And then I think the last little thing that's being teased is we're going to get into the faces, Wendy and, Candace were making while Giselle was talking about her daughter, um, which I just, like, am not looking forward to that fight. (laughs) No.
4: I have to say something that may be controversial slash offensive, but this episode in particular, when you look at it as, like, a single standing episode, did a lot happen? No. Okay. Just double-checking, because I walked away and I was like, I'm not really sure this moved anything along in a meaningful way. Sure.
2: Yeah, the thing about Potomac this season, I think the narrative here... And we actually, I think, oh, so a little bit of a tangent. Last night, I went and got wine with um, our friend Aaron, who's mm-hmm. been on this broadcast. Mm-hmm. We call him Tall Pale. Tall Pale to the show. Um, Tall Pale to the show. Uh, there's a bar here in Park Slope that does Wine Wednesdays. And they, like, have $6, like, actually, like, good wine. Anyways, the bartender is, like, taking a liking to us. And he heard us talking about Bravo stuff and he was like oh my girlfriend did all the like creative for BravoCon," and we we're like what that's wild and i was like i was at bravo yada 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 tell her she did a good job anyways she appears later and so she's talking to us and my point with this is she was like asking us about like our favorite shows because mm-hmm. i think like she's obsessed with like vanderpump and she was telling us that she like got like a bunch of down votes in the Vanderbump Rules Reddit <laughs> community.
0: <laughs>
4: Not the down votes. <laughs> I know.
2: Just like, oh, I also am on Reddit, but I've never posted. Um and then she was asking us, us about like our faves and we me and Tall Pale are both like making the point that like, oh, Potomac was, but it's like kind of fallen for from grace. I think in large part due to them all just, like, hating each other. Like, yeah. this big division.
4: Right, because it's funny. I remember all of you telling me Potomac was, like, the one to watch. That was, like, the girls, that all Like, everything mm-hmm. was going on there. So I was surprised to see this episode where seemingly nothing went on.
2: Yeah, totally.
4: But love, Candace. We'll go to D.C. to watch you again.
2: Yeah, totally. Okay, so let's head, I guess, to Tahoe. Let's go. To be with our pumpians.
4: Okay. So, you, how are you feeling? I'm like why, what are we doing here? Mhm. Not to be completely rude, I just like don't understand. I also think it's interesting that everybody signed up to go on this trip.
2: Yeah. Except for Katie and Ariana. Of
4: course. I mean,
2: so for some reason I thought that we're going to make like some kind of appearance. In Tahoe, like whether it be by surprise or what,
4: I mean, it could still that would be good TV. Yeah, actually, but I thought it's just. I mean, side note too. Back to Ariana and Katie, are we ever opening the sandwich shop or no?
2: So there was like an update recently, basically saying that like West Hollywood has a lot of specific things you have to get permits and all that kind of stuff. So that was the reason, but apparently it's still
4: coming. I'm not holding my breath, nor am I going to get a sandwich there. Yeah. But still, it's kind of just like, what's the point of all of that plot driving towards that? Yeah, because
2: it was like around this time last year, I was in LA, and I saw that sign through the window.
4: I remember them saying May. Yeah.
2: 2023. Yeah.
4: But anyway, so back to the trip.
2: Okay, so the thing with Graham Cracker is... I think they did a little bit of a, from what I hear online, they allegedly did like a little bit of sneaky editing where we were introduced to Graham, reintroduced to Graham Cracker last week by James going to Vanderpump Dogs and Lisa presenting him then. But I heard that it actually, like, the first time that we saw Graham Cracker back was in Tahoe.
4: Oh. And so they
2: switched it. But I don't know. That's alleged
4: what do you think oh well my question to you is this would you be excited to take over taking care of your ex's dog
2: um at this point in my life I'm a dog lover but I also am selfish Mm -hmm. and I don't know like getting up really early to like bring out the dog especially I live in a four-floor walk-up and technically, with this staircase, it's I'm five sleeping floor. five yeah. floors up. I'm on the roof. So it's like... Maybe not. Maybe and, not. And
4: you can tell Allie's like more uh, focused on her cat yeah. and is like not pleased.
2: If I had a yard, I could do it.
4: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I mean, it, it's a very cute dog, and I do not want it to be... They made it seem like that dog was traveling around in a bunch of different locations or something i don't know something was wrong yeah right so of course it's lovely but at the same time i was like if somebody presented that dog without asking me mm-hmm. and i got this cat that i really like i'd be I know. like fuck you
2: i would do a cat
4: i'm allergic but i do think a cat would be better
2: like once i figure out my office which is a wreck right now i wouldn't even let jamie go in there i wanted to go in <laughs> because it's like actually really scary um and scarier than you're even imagining.
4: No, I'm imagining, like, wall-to-wall, and it's not. I'm not scared. I'm it's not wall-to-wall. It's, yeah.
2: But there's, like, boxes and clothes and... The mattress. Sometimes I just, like, kick my shoes in there. Good. To, like, get Good. him out of this room. As
4: so put a cat in there.
2: Well, no, I'm saying, once I get that together, it's, like, I have an extra room. That, like, litter box is always the greatest concern. Right. It's, like, what do I do? So, and, like, wouldn't a cat be so cute on these, like, stairs? So
4: cute. Would not fall down them, I presume, <laughs> right? They're, like, quick... They've got whatever many lives nine nine I was gonna say 13 for some reason I was like don't say 13
2: if I can go up and down these stairs and a
4: cat can. Oh, a cat, a cat will, like, fly to Anyway, the point is... i was team, describing, like, a yeah, if space you see people this will sp- never see. see. It's a spiral <laughs> staircase that a cat... I'm I'm assuming a cat would be confused at first, but would get the hang of it. But I do think Allie cares more about that cat and is, like, trying to adjust with Graham Cracker.
2: Yeah, I know. And, like, the names go together. Allie cat.
4: Oh, cute, 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 cute. Are we getting... What does Allie do for... Uh, she does um, astrology tarot. readings. Tarot. Yeah, tarot or something. <laughs> I've been kicking around maybe signing up for one. I think you get, like, a Zoom for $96 or something.
2: If she could do two of us, I would go in on that with you. Definitely.
4: How funny would that be? She seems so sweet. She does seem sweet. Yeah. She seems great. But, again, having gone through the situation they've gone through, would you sign up to go on this trip with Tom Sandoval?
2: Um... If for the show, yeah.
4: I assume they all had to go on for the show. Like, nobody's really excited to be with him. Him, like, using a hammer to cut into the whatever. That so I think seem. there's,
2: like, a few viewpoints as far as these people go. I think that Sheena is delusional and actually, like, misses, quote, unquote, her friendship. Right. I think Lala is being a player for the show. Mm-hmm. I think James and Allie are being players for the show. And then Tom.
4: Also living in Schwartz, the Schwartz is just delusion. an idiot. Yeah. He's at the Willy Wonka Experience in Glasgow.
2: Oh, my God. He probably, like...
4: Signed up for tickets.
2: I would say he created
4: (laughs) it. The creator actually was just interviewed today. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Apologizing. (laughs) But anyway, nevertheless, I think it's kind of... I'm excited for the next episode. I do feel like Sheena is really... Delusional, and the fight with Brock was kind of like, t- why are we fighting in the bikini store? By the way,
2: poor person who I, was working. I was,
4: there. I identified the most with her, actually. Yeah, that was a tough watch.
2: Um, I have a question. Yes, those weren't real wolves. They were like dogs, right?
4: They were dogs. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I also was circling back on that too. That photo shoot was like, nah, no, no. Because like no. wolves are like
2: scary, right? They, yes,
4: and we're not putting that. That also was a hilarious break in the kind of show too where it was just this high fashion photo shoot in the woods with a wolf.
2: <laughs> Would you rather encounter a wolf or a shark or an orca?
4: Oh, wow. Tough. Well, I know your answer is not going to be shark, but I'm going to say something. Do you in remember the... that?
2: Before you get into your something, do you remember that one video that was a fake video that I always used to sh- show you that I was afraid of? Yes. yes. It was a video of somebody on a GoPro going down a water slide into a body of water. And when they got under the water, the GoPro showed like this obviously like fake looking shark that scared the shit out of me.
4: <laughs> I mean, I get it. Honestly, it would be really scary, but I'm going to choose one of the water animals because the wolf, I feel like will fuck you up on land. Like there's no way about it. I can just like walk out of the water and those two animals are stuck in there, you know, just
2: walk out of just the
4: water <laughs> with my two legs and walk out of the water.
2: Yeah.
4: Uh, so I would probably pick, I I think isn't an orca like the most dangerous or something?
2: That's what they say.
4: Yeah, so I'd probably pick the orca and then just walk out of the water. Yeah, and my cousin's
2: baby shower is doing a. Me and my cousin Emily were like being annoying and doing a poll of like, would you rather be my famous question? Also, would you rather be lost in space or lost at sea?
4: Oh, what did people say? Space. I see. I see. Space
2: one, but I mean, it was like it was close.
4: But space one with equipment so you can breathe. Yeah Okay Well then yeah Duh Versus getting sunburned I need SPF 100
2: Someone brought that up Yeah Yeah
4: I mean As somebody who doesn't go outside Yes I'm not doing that
2: I would say space You get the equipment to breathe And C You get like a life jacket It's like almost equivalent Right
4: Kind of I guess,
2: and maybe in both you get a knife, or like you or get a to knife. go to the cor- <laughs> you get to go to the cornucopia. Love. <laughs> oh, I should have talked about that in pre-show. I forgot. I've been revisiting Hunger Games.
4: Really? You know, I saw the latest movie. It was so good. Oh,
2: I need to see it.
4: Oh my god, it's so good. Hunger Games is good. It it really is. It is good. It is. People, What's her name, Stephanie? The writer. I, I don't. know. I don't even remember, but love her love if she's listening right now we love you and put her whole hung goosey -goosey (laughs) (laughs) no it's good it's good wait but so what uh film are you on
2: so I got to I watched the first one because it was on TV then I ordered the second one and I got to the third one that's the most boring one I think it is because that's like dealing with like politics right
4: it's really boring and
2: like Julianne Moore is like fucking Nancy Pelosi's ass (laughs) up there
4: No, it's not it. It's not it. But it is really good.
2: Yeah. Um. But I, so I'm going to watch the fourth one, and then I'll watch the new one. Because the new one's the prequel, right? Yes. We're, like, dealing with, like, hot presidents now. So hot. Is so his mouth hot. bleeding back then?
4: Yes. No. Oh, really? I don't, no, 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 it's oh. not. It's not.
2: Because you know that was, like, a thing?
4: I don't really remember that, but I'm sure it'll come In through. In the
2: book, it's more. It was, like, that he, he liked to wear roses because he always smelled like blood mm. through his mouth. I go to the dentist, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> um but like there is a moment in one of the movies where he like is having a glass of champagne and then like it's full of blood.
4: You know, I don't remember that, but it's I fresh believe, for me. Yeah. It's fresh for me. Um anyway, head to the cornucopia. <laughs>
2: anyways, back to uh Tahoe. Them doing like all these like antics with the when they're out on the lake and like they're like oh let's do the go speaking of gopro this all leads back oh yeah gopro underwater drone shots of tom sandoval nude on a rock
4: i know i was laughing and laughing i was like what in god's name so they stopped them from whatever conversation they were having about like graham cracker presumably or whoever to make them do that montage yeah it's so crazy it's
2: wild Um
4: who's that for though? Because it's not for us. We don't like that's not entertainment. I think it's like
2: I think they're trying to lighten things up. I see. Yeah. Um, so Wolf, the restaurant. Yes. It's gonna be big.
4: Looks really big.
2: You've been to a Lisa Vanderpump property. Yes, I've been to Pump
4: and I stood outside of the Vanderpump in Vegas, whatever that was. Caesars. Yeah. Yeah, just to take a picture with my mom. But I feel like, yeah, those were my two.
2: Did you drink anything or eat anything at Pump?
4: Yes, I drank something there. We were doing an event there. So I had whatever like specialty cocktail was available. Like a Which pump-tini? I think was the pumpini. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: Those can fuck you up.
4: Yeah. But I was also really shocked at the layout of that place, too, which RIP, I know it's closed.
2: Did you... Was the event in the bar area? Yes. Yes. It is because... I feel like on TV they only really show the, like, tree area.
4: Exactly. Which is, like, farther back. Yeah. And also not that big, to be honest.
2: Yeah. Um, My last meal in L.A. last year. Or, oh, not last time I went, but last year, around this time, was at Pump. And I ate, like, a sad pasta that was bland. It was bad, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Did people just stop going there, and so it was, like, ultimately the one that they dropped first? Because I can't imagine all of them are, like, teeming with guests.
2: I It was pretty empty when I was there. I was, like, the only one out on the patio. Like, Motherlode Next Door was busier, the, my favorite bar in America.
4: We love, we love. I will say, when I did go to Pump, Lisa was there having dinner with the husband and Lance Bass, which I thought was fun. Oh, that's good. Yeah.
2: Ally. Ally. Um, what else from Van Vanderbilt? Like, what would you say if you had to hit that wall with a hammer?
4: Oh, gosh. I, I truly do not know. Probably something that I can't say here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I do think Tom's was like embarrassing.
2: Yeah. I think he was trying. Him quoting stuff from the reunion.
4: Right. That was embarrassing. I was like. I don't think we've come around the corner in any capacity where he mm-hmm. would make sense to make a joke at this time, because what, what, what month do you think we're in? Cause this is obviously like months ago.
2: I think, okay. So Scandal Ball started, I think it was like March 1st or like early March. Reunion was not far after that. I think it was like three weeks. Mm-hmm. I think cameras usually in Vanderpump are up by June.
4: So not far enough out. Mostly also, like, he hasn't earned any way of getting back in after the two articles that also came out, too. Where yeah. He's just, like, a disaster. Because, so- like, we're
2: not even hearing conversations about, like, Ariana going on Dancing with the Stars yet. And that was, like, I want to say that started in, like, the summer or right. late summer. Yeah. So.
4: I'm just curious. Do you think that there's a trajectory where this will all of a sudden become, like, more interesting again? The episode was fine. It wasn't, like, horrible in an- by any means. But. Where do you think it'll turn where we'll be really excited?
2: I don't know. I think we're Sandoval fatigued, right? Yeah.
4: yeah. I think they're probably going to push it on that plot line of Schwartz and Katie dating the same person maybe next and mm-hmm. then Schwartz, the other person Schwartz is dating. But also that's not going to make me.
2: And then like the cool. thing about Schwartz and Sheena had like made out in the right. past and all that kind of stuff. Right. We'll see. I just, I don't know.
4: Do you think that there'll be a surprise Raquel Rachel no. pop up? No.
2: No. Especially I think she's been pretty transparent, like, throughout this. Like she did that big Bethany interview. Right. Um, she's obviously suing two of them now. Uh I, I don't think there's like anything like that coming down the
4: pike. Right. right. Very interesting. I don't know. I'll continue watching though.
2: Very interesting.
1: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today.
2: Um, Do you want to go to Beverly Hills? Yeah. I thought it would be fun for the two reunions that we're dealing with um, before we start talking about them, just to go through the looks. Let's do it. Since Jamie's a fashionista. I'm
4: a fashionista. Okay, as- so we're going
2: to do – I sent you the link to like – For Beverly Hills, it's like femstella.com. Ready. I'm. So I'll just go down and we'll talk about them. So first we've got Kyle Richards in this like green look. She's got like a necklace with a pendant. I think it's a toot for me. It's
4: a toot. I love the color. I think she looks great.
2: I just think she like does, and somebody pointed this out online, she does like these weird, with her hair, she's got great hair always, but like she does these little tendrils in the front Mm -hmm. in many of the reunions that I feel like we don't need because I feel like that actually kind of makes her, it gives her like a Lego loss vibe. I was just going
4: to say it's giving Lord of the Rings. Lord of
2: the Rings. Yeah. Yeah. But other than that, like it's a toot.
4: It's a toot. It's a toot.
2: I like, like, I like that necklace. I like that jewelry. Great.
4: Oh, and they also cite that it's a Victoria Beckham dress. Wow.
2: Oh, good for her. Good for her. Um, let's go to Erica Jane. It is this, like, pointy shoulder look, which I haven't seen in a while.
4: Yeah, I thought, uh, yeah, exactly. I thought we were done.
2: It Okay, this is a obscure reference, but do you remember season seven of Drag Race when they did those, you know when they do those, like, first episode fashion shows? Yes. And, like, I think that year it was, like, Alaska was sitting in the front row as Anna went Yes, Trixie Mattel came out in a very similar look to this with the pointy, the pointy shoulders, yes. and that always reminds me of that.
4: Yes, it's going to be a boot for me, unfortunately. But Although,
2: hair and makeup, toot.
4: Hair and makeup too, but isn't she like internationally not liked? Yeah. So can we still toot the hair and makeup?
2: Um, uh, I, I guess yeah. <laughs> Okay. Um Crystal. Okay, so she's wearing ooh, deep, deep V. A very deep V. I like it.
4: I like it. I like it. I don't know if it's reunion level excitement, to be honest. Cause we could be going to like a wedding. We could be going to
2: To me, so her husband is like a renowned like director. He directed like The Lion King. Ooh. And this to me is Hollywood wife vibes
4: it's giving hollywood life wife yeah it's giving guest of it's giving we're not trying to shock and awe yeah I but like. we look nice
2: i like the rings that match the dress though
4: yeah definitely
2: um dorit <laughs> okay this- so photos of this to me at first i was like oh this is interesting um I was like, oh, these photos are like padam padam. Like maybe she was listening all summer, like the rest of us. She was listening. Us. Yes. Uh, but in action, in video on the reunion, I was like,
4: it doesn't land. But I was going <laughs> to say that it's so chaotic yeah. and out of control. But isn't that what we want? This is what we want. We want something that's stupid.
2: Yeah. And the fact that she was like being sewn in, like, Hilarious. Before. And I was listening, so Crystal was on um Jeff Lewis Live this morning and they were talking about it. Um and Crystal said they all were ready by like 8 30 in the morning, and Dorit did not arrive onto the physical set till ten thirty. Oh my god. So they were waiting around for her for that long.
4: That's great. And it's scaparelli, which I feel like all of the famous people are obsessed with right now, so maybe yeah. we're just like Chomping at the bit to do the most.
2: Yeah, Scaparelli, Cinderella's famous sister. <laughs> Just kidding, sorry. Okay, next is Garcelle.
4: This is kind of classic. It's
2: solid. Yeah. It's solid. Um, Although,
4: so I'm reading the fashion credits too. It's Dolce & Gabbana, which Uh-oh. is famously canceled. Yeah. So that's going to be a negative one for Evan, me. Evan, if you're listening. It's a no. It's a no. But she, when you step back from that, she looks lovely. Yeah.
2: Totally. Um, Sutton, who also is like, I don't think this is Dolce, but she is actually famously on the show. Has been a big Dolce fan. Oh, no. this is... Schabarelli. Schabarelli. Yeah, Cinderella's cousin or it's whatever. Cinderelli's <laughs>
4: cousin too. Also, but like the polar opposite of what we just saw with Dorit.
2: I like it from like mid-length up. I don't like the length... I'm not, like, I, I hate, like, commenting on fashion stuff because I know I nothing. I know nothing. But, like, I like it. Like, I like the flower pendant thing with, like, the the, gold the neckline thing. Yeah. Right.
4: I feel like you're right. It could be, if it was floor length, I feel like it would be more dramatic. And then all of a sudden it reads like a cocktail party. But it, yeah. she still looks great. The hair is giving beachy waves. We love. The
2: color. I love the color of the.
4: Yeah. We love. It. I love dress. velvet in general. Well, That's yeah. like a yes for but me. But this
2: navy is like kind of like the navy I want to paint this apartment.
4: Yes, actually. which one day that wall will be navy <laughs> and the cat will fall down the stairs.
2: I was trying to get – so my uncle owns a like painting business and I was like trying to get quotes from him. What do you say? Is Wait, it affordable? It's, it's affordable. Yeah, let's but go. Like when, but when we were talking, I was like I have no idea how much money something like this would cost. So I was thinking I was going to be like – Thousands and thousands of dollars. I would assume it's thousands of dollars. No, no. It's a little more affordable. Um who is next? So Anna Marie Wiley.
4: Oh, and Balmon.
2: Mmm. Um it's fine.
4: Yeah, it's fine. I mean I'm I'm walking, not running. She looks lovely, but it wouldn't be what I would choose.
2: Yeah. We also there's like photos um side by side online of her. And Charisse from Potomac, who was not in this episode, by the way, um, wearing the same thing. So. Oh, really? Yeah. So, not the best. Also, this like is revealing different things about the set that I don't like. like. I don't like that little candle thing on the ground. That
4: is very Pottery Barn setup.
2: Yeah. Very gauche. Gauche? Gauche. gauche. Oh, and then Kathy, who wasn't on this episode. I mean, it, this is Kathy Hilton. That's all you're getting with her.
4: Which is it is what it is kind of energy it's
2: like it's always like a dress that kind of is this like shape length and then she always has her purse front and center
4: interesting very interesting yeah I do wonder why is that to show the accessory or is we're concerned about our phone and wallet I think it's like
2: older Beverly Hills ton of money woman got it got it got it kind of thing so tell me your thoughts about the reunion so far
4: The reunion so far, so I mentioned that I had loose ties to Beverly Hills. I have watched before, so I'm familiar with the characters, which makes it better, I feel like. I was curious overall about the set. To me, the set looked like they spent money on it, like it was good. Is this like a normal good set, or is this on the higher end or lower end?
2: Higher end, I would say. So. This started in OC this season. They're using this like technology with these huge screens in the backgrounds mm-hmm. that make it look like real sky and backgrounds. So for this, they did like Los Angeles at night. I see. In OC, they did like a beach ocean thing, and it makes it look. It elevates it.
4: Right. Yeah. No. It seemed like high production value. I thought overall it seemed interesting. Like the storylines of the show must have been interesting this year.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but people are thinking they're not, which no. is interesting.
4: It seemed like a lot of drama happened.
2: Yeah. Okay, so one big thing... Let's like kind of go through things. One big thing that they touched on and talked a lot about was... Anna Marie is new, and she is... She does anesthesiology, but like on the nurse side, I forget the exact... That was chaotic. The technicalities of like her title and like all of that is confusing. But basically what happened was there was this dinner party at the beginning-ish of the season where Sutton started asking Kyle questions about her marriage, which we'll get to the marriage thing later. And Kyle came back with like something along the lines of like, well, Sutton you sit here at dinner parties and don't eat your fu- food you just push it around then Sutton starts talking about how like she has like a s- slim or like small esophagus mm-hmm. then which like, this is like weird petty housewife drama then Anne Marie who is in the medical field starts accusing Sutton of lying oh, and then yeah. crystal who is Sutton's friend jumps in and starts defending her friends which is like a lot of the drama
4: i see i see
2: and I would say, of this episode of the reunion, I think, and I would like to hear from you. I think one of the winners is actually Crystal.
4: Interesting. Well, that's where I was kind of caught in between because Crystal, I'm familiar with, but I wasn't sure if we were Team Anne-Marie.
2: Because didn't we have, didn't we have like a group that I'd like called
4: like Is Crystal Okay? Is Crystal Okay? Yeah, that's when, we, when I became very like I know. <laughs> I know Doctor, maybe, whatever. Who's Doctor? I don't know. Somebody's Doctor in this family. But I feel like, yes. But I wasn't sure who I was supposed to be rooting for, to be honest.
2: Well, you're not supposed to. But, like, most people who watch this season are probably rooting for Crystal. I also just felt like she has been accused in the past of being, like, really quiet and, like, passive and all this kind of stuff. And she, like, woke up this season. The claws
4: were out.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Really
4: I was kind of taken aback because I mean whatever I watched previously she definitely wasn't like that but she came to definitely course correct.
2: Yeah, and it's interesting because her time on Housewife started with her and Sutton butting heads, but now like they're like best of buddies.
4: Interesting. Really interesting. So do you like Emery or no?
2: Not especially. Yeah.
4: Okay. Yeah. I wasn't sure because they spent a lot of time kind of breaking everything down with her.
2: Yeah. Um, But
4: it seemed like she also had a tough year, so...
2: Yeah, and then, like, Dorit was just, like, falling into it everywhere.
4: But wasn't Dorit at one time, like, really fun with her Chanel earrings and, like, the life of the party, and now she's kind of just the pits?
2: I think she was, like, memeable for a while, like... And, like, when she started, she wasn't quite, like, pursuing fashion in this way, Mm -hmm. but the past few years she has been in a way that like, she likes to go big. So it's like memorable, but like she's always like kind of never been in on the joke. I see. So like, she does have memorable moments, but one example that I can think of is like the thing with Jamie Lee Curtis from last year, like this is the chic whatever thing. (laughs) Um, and that became a meme not because Dorit knows that she's funny. It's right. just that, like, some of the things she says is funny. Right. Even back, like, several years ago, remember the Buca de Beppo yes. Capri room? Like, early COVID, y'all all sent me, like, Buca de Beppo. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, I mean, she is what she is, but she's also, like, showing kind of, like, her nasty side recently a lot more. Um, and I think there was like a lot to be said for what Garcelle about, what Garcelle said about her victimizing herself in right. situations where she was actually the bad person.
4: Definitely. So out of all of these women, who's your favorite now?
2: I or would top just, two if you don't want to choose, no, I would choose just like the right side of the couch. Like, yeah, I, I like see. the three of them Like Sutton, Garcel Crystal I think They're fun I mean like Sutton's Very imperfect I mean everyone's imperfect But like I don't know I think that they The three of them Like actually like Have something Right it Seems like they're friends Outside of the show um, To hang out with I would probably say like I'd hang out with Crystal I love it Yeah Yeah So that's Beverly Hills. Um, We're going to do the same thing that we did for Beverly Hills with Miami. So, Jamie, tell me when you are ready.
4: I am ready. And I should also preface that I'm actually not a fashionista. Like, I have no right to be commenting on anything. I'm here with a sweatshirt from Plant City. Oh, in Rhode go Island. to Plant City go in Providence, City, Providence, Rhode Providence, Rhode Island. I've been there. It was great. Um, but yes, I have it queued up.
2: Okay, so first it's Gertie, which I think, too, without knowing anything about like who it is.
4: So the thing about this, though, that I felt like was an issue is the dress is beautiful it just feels farther away from her body than necessary like why is it
2: oh i see what you mean
4: cupped out so far
2: yeah like in the chest area and so
4: when she's sitting it's pretty much like away from her body too so it doesn't read that well Mm -hmm. there but i love the idea of it yeah
2: and i mean this we're looking at like a posed photo photo. which is a little different than like the sitting situation but
4: i even noticed when she was sitting and it was When I was watching, I was like, oh, man, like, tits are out, basically. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, I see that. But, like, hat's off. Yeah. Um, Kiki's next in this red look.
4: This is not for me.
2: Okay. A lot of them went with, like, the flowers and the hair, so they must have been prompted with, like, roses and reds and creams and, like, that type of thing.
4: Yes, I totally get that. It's just, like, every all the structural stuff at the top, like, the neckline, the side... Pieces are not things I would choose, does not mean they're wrong. Right. I like
2: it on her, though.
4: I, yeah, she looks lovely, but I feel like we could do something else and she would look even better.
2: Yeah. But I do like the idea of this particular leg out because she knows she's going to be sitting. And, like, if that's like an asset that you want to show while you're sitting, that's smart.
4: Definitely. I also think it's interesting that the designers that are accredited are like ones that I have not heard of necessarily. Yeah. So we've definitely gone into very different angles than compared to the other reunion.
2: well if you think about it it's like we're going from beverly hills to miami so it's a very different market Miami's like i don't i don't know anything about miami but i assume they might pull in different local people like less traditional designers
4: i would think so too but they would still have access to like the balmans and the scaparellis if they wanted it i would assume i don't know
2: Cinderella's cousin. Um, now we have Lisa Hochstein.
4: Okay. I think this is kind of iconic and like also semi-inappropriate <laughs> too at the same time.
2: Why? Because like...
4: It's like... have you? Did you see the Zendaya dress that she wore to the dune that was like... Uh, it, it was cream and it was kind of like stuck to her body like this? Yeah. It's giving that. Okay. Which is very sculptural but also maybe this photo is not doing it justice.
2: I think this is a pretty solid look. I loved that like during the introduction when Andy was like, oh, you're the embodiment of, like, the dancing woman emoji. She, like, kind of didn't get the reference. Right,
4: right. No, I caught that too. And and she, it, like, the look is that. Yeah. I like it.
2: Okay, so toot. Okay, toot, yeah. Julia,
4: it's-
2: to me, toot of the week.
4: No, you're crazy. <laughs> this is out of control. This looks like Dolce & Gabbana, by the way, and it's not, but this is crazy.
2: Okay, but, like, This is her personality to a T. Like, she, like, is, like, she has, like, all these goats on a farm that she goes to. Like, she's, like, kind of wild and kooky. So, like, that's what I like about this.
4: As a gentle reminder, it is a bustier that's black. (laughs) It is what looks like almost capri or like high water pants that are leopard with a cape that's not, it, it's leopard based, but it's also punctuated with a bunch of florals. I
2: think that's very chic.
4: And she's got a feather in her hair as if that was necessary. It's like whatever that Chanel saying is where you take something off i feel like was not applied here
2: when i was watching this and i saw this look i was like i think jamie's really gonna like this
4: that's so it has all of the fundamental things that i love which is so crazy minus the feather, i would never do a feather in my hair but it like if we took the cape off fine but then it's also grease lightning you know i think this is the
2: best reunion look ever
4: no this is crazy
2: um dr nicole martin
4: not for me i'm sorry
2: okay well no.
4: It's a no. For I think me. she looks great. No, I think it's not doing her justice because why is there like that drop, like waist part that then goes into the other? I don't know. I, I don't know how to describe. Oh, this, I but, get what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like that cuts her off and then looks like it's a cocktail dress that got extended at the last minute. Yeah. But she in the face looks lovely.
2: Yeah, of course. Gorgeous. Beautiful facha. Yeah. Um. Okay, Adriana.
4: This this photo actually doesn't. Register how insane this look is.
2: Insane good or bad?
4: Insane. Well, what's funny is you really only get the full headdress when they're sitting. Mm -hmm. You don't get this full dress. The headdress is insane. So if we didn't have the headdress, it would be like this really elegant kind of cool black dress. But the headdress is insane.
2: Okay. Well, also like her with Julia, they're best friends. So like they're both like kooky queens. Oh, okay. And as you saw, I mean, like she was like standing up to like read poems and like like bringing evidence. Like last year she was the one who wrote a fake, le- a fake letter to Marisol from Marisol's liver.
4: Oh my God. So- okay, queen. <laughs> I mean, no choice. But obviously I think your note about, oh, the girls were told flowers and then somebody took it like a little too seriously, <laughs> right?
2: I think two. No! Sec- second two. Okay, Alexia.
4: Oh, my God, too, though. Yeah, I like all like the fun slutty dresses. You know? yeah. It's like, this is so cute. But also, I mean, when you sit it next to the woman with the headdress, all of a sudden <laughs> it's like not enough. Right? I know. So she, I remember being like, oh, yeah, but she was causing drama, so she stuck out. But this outfit looks cool.
2: Yeah, her shoes are Dolce.
4: Oh, okay.
2: Another knock. Okay, um, Mary Saul.
4: It's going to be a boot for me. I think
2: she looks great. It's giving Joan of Arc.
4: It is giving Joan give of
2: Arc, but serve C.
4: It's giving Joan of Arc, serve C. But you know, it'd be great if like we cut the the lines of the corset part under a little bit versus over. It's giving like a crown on the chest. We've like crowned the chest as something to look Maybe at.
2: Maybe the chest needs to be crowned. Maybe it
4: needs to be crowned again. I'm not like a fashion expert. <laughs> I'm wearing a sweatshirt and the shoes that every girl in New York City has. Oh, the sambas the for sambas. everyone! Yeah. All the girls have it. They're whatever. back. They're back. They but were, but like, big when, when I was in, like, years. fourth grade. No, yeah. I've been wearing them for five years. I was there before they were back. They're back not because of me, but I am supporting. But Jamie,
2: you are a fashionista.
4: But I'm just saying it's, like, I feel like it would be interesting if it, like, fell right under the boobs, but it's okay.
2: Yeah. Um, uh, Larsa Pippen.
4: Also crazy. This is a crazy look.
2: The crown.
4: The crown's crazy. The thing is,
2: okay, so it's interesting because you don't watch these shows regularly, so you don't, like deal with like what we see in confessionals and like right. i'm like oh this is understated <laughs> she goes bigger than this no i mean not necessarily her but
4: but even when they were like i i saw in on one of the scenes somebody was like telling her to adjust the top to cover her boobs it's like okay yeah. what all this access and we're not getting the the tailoring we need girls yeah i'm, confused. I'm
2: interested in jewelry laura's boutique and bridal
4: I, we should hit him up.
2: Do you think it's the same Laura with the dress and shoes? Is it, like, all the same company, do you think? Laura <laughs> Rudovic?
4: Well, I mean, whoever she is, hats off.
2: Anyways, th- great looks. Shout out to Julia.
4: We love. We <laughs> I, love.
2: I might buy that outfit.
4: Oh, my God.
2: Uh... Um, uh, What do you think of the reunited at whole?
4: So, of the shows we watched, this was... Miley's favorite of the week, unfortunately.
2: So I was explaining to Jamie before we recorded that it's interesting she says that, but I will say Miami has lower ratings than Beverly Hills, but it feels like the girls who watch, like the diehards, those of us who are on the Reddits, those of us who, whatever, are way more into Miami- Which Um, I think is interesting. And Beverly Hills is maybe like the layman show.
4: I mean, yeah, I think that's really interesting and would probably take me watching more.
2: Yeah. I thought it was really funny during, like Julia's tactic in the middle of the show to get everyone to stop fighting was to like, just like kiss. Kiss. I know. (laughs) I was like, what?
4: And then Andy being like, are you guys kissing? It's like, okay.
2: Um, What do you think about all the Larsa Pippen, Michael Jordan, something? I will say he was annoying. Us cutting back to him during it?
4: In the room watching on the screen? I know, I know. Are, Are people upset about that? Yes, right? I think so. It's just like,
2: it's not a tactic we usually see on these shows. And it's just like... I'm watching Real Housewives. I'm not watching, like, real men.
4: No. No, no, no. Yeah. I I just think it was a lot of focus on that, and I was curious if it, would, like, even mattered to any of these people, that mm-hmm. storyline, but it was strange, I would say. And she seems slightly disconnected from reality, not realizing, like, the impact of that relationship or how confusing it is.
2: Yeah. Yeah, very much. And just, like, she in general... The funny thing is, like, I really liked her on Trader's which we've talked about at length on this, but like her on this show, anytime she's talking to Gertie about like Gertie's cancer Mm. stuff, it's like Larsa can't like land down on like what that actually means or like why her behavior is so weird to this woman. Like literally like one of their, their like big fight at the end of the season was happening the night before Gertie went into chemo. And, like, literally, like, the day that Gertie, like, shaved her head in anticipation. And it's so wild to watch. It's just, like, it's bad.
4: It's not it. It's not it. So, the other question I had, too, was their reunion set seemed relatively small, comparative.
2: So, here's... Okay, actually, this brings in a lot of things. Okay. So, West Coast reunions film in L.A. And I think... Salt Lake City either goes to L.A. or New York. I think it varies. East Coast Reunions film in New York. It was not always that way. Andy used to go to each city and Mm. do something locally. Like back in the day, he'd be in like some historic building in like Atlanta, for example. But now everyone comes to New York. And actually, this is good that you queued this up because now they're filming in the same building in New York that the Sherry Shepard Show films, which used to be the Wendy Williams studio. You used to work on that block, yes. not to dox you. Yes. Um, and there was an interesting story from earlier this week because they filmed the Potomac reunion, I think, yesterday, the day before. And it was supposed to be the same day that Vice President Kamala Harris was going to film... The Sherry Shepard show. Um, and so, because of all the Secret Service protocols, the Potomac Housewives had to arrive at the studio at like, and Andy had to arrive at the studio at like 4 a.m. and they were not allowed to leave the floor that they were filming on until VP Harris was gone.
4: That's crazy. The
2: gag of the season is Kamala. And didn't actually end up going to the Sherry Shepard show, so I turned it on today because I was like, "Oh, it'll be interesting to see like Kamala like on this show," uh, and I don't know the exact reason. I think like maybe weather or something, Kamala couldn't come. Oh my god! So the Potomac—that means the Potomac women were there from four o'clock in the morning for no reason.
4: I think that's insane.
2: Yeah, but I also was thinking, I've been to an event with a vice president Joe Byron at the time this was Mm -hmm. like 2015 (laughs) they had like a marriage equality has passed celebration at Cipriani Wall Street Mm -hmm. um and like I walked in there just like through regular security like metal detectors they checked my bag not like I, I had to, like, stand on one floor for hours. Yeah. So I, like, wonder, like, what that situation is. Have the rules changed? If anyone's in the federal government yeah. and knows the tea.
4: Respond on the Facebook yeah. group. Yeah. <laughs>
2: um, yeah, But one thing they say about Miami, and I agree, is that there is no weak link on the cast. And it's interesting because Marisol adriana and kiki are all friends of Mm. and usually during reunions they will start with like the main cast and then bring the friends of like later or during different segments and it seems like we're doing the entire reunion with all of them
4: interesting
2: because adriana and marisol and kiki just like are so integral to the show
4: they deserve a seat (laughs) they deserve a look they deserve a seat
2: um, okay. So what's going to happen right now is we're going to stop. We're going to record our freaking Queen which will air at the very end of this. Jamie's going to go home. I am going to turn on Traders. I'm going to recap Traders a little bit in between this and our freaking and Queen and place it in and then we'll call it a day. Um, so be right back. Okay, so I am fresh back from watching the Traders. Um, and I actually like took notes, rare for me. I took like four pages, but we're not gonna like go into the, like, the particulars here. First of all, we open on MJ Serving C voting Peter out obviously hello what do you think she was going to do um he obviously announced that he's a faithful good for him um i hope to see him again at some point i liked him at one point in the season then i did not like him i wanna kind of point out i think we have 3 stars emerging in this episode I think, obviously, MJ serving C. Um, I think Sheree, who I think I've said before, I think could could win. But then, obviously, Trishel. Unfortunately, as much as I didn't want to really root for her, I think she's got something going. Her gloves are distracting, but that's okay. That's fine. Um, oh, and Sandra's obviously going to be a moment in the next episode. So John is dead. We kind of knew that was coming. Um, MJ had a funny line at breakfast about... Or maybe it's not funny to some people, but... <laughs> They were asking about John's age and she said, quote, I don't think he's old. I just don't think people in England get Botox, which I don't know. I'm sure people in England get Botox. Also, I don't get Botox. Am I, John? Um, ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. Literally, like reading these notes is so stupid because me just randomly writing MJ serving C. I'm sure she was at that point. <laughs> <laughs> No, actually, I think that was like when she was getting convinced of a wrong strategy. But I'm like, eh, serving C. um. Oh, this one moment when people were talking strategy and Trichelle came up to, I think it was Kate, MJ, and Sharae outside the castle. And Trichelle was giving Alex McCord's Living Their Message, Alex McCord kind of frantic you know that vibe from like season three of Rony. um and kate just was like are you okay and i will say kate <laughs> serves C in a different way a mean way sometimes um but no it's it's good for the show so we're at the mission and we're digging in mud which is fun for gold um and they're is a shield in there. And then we've got this like pontoon moment, which like I would never be able to do this. So uh, I will say Trishel started serving C when she was the first person to be able to cross these pontoon things. And then CT also started serving C and they won like basically all the money for the entire cast, which is good for them. And then I will say once again, MJ serve C and got that shield for herself Um, I think me and Dan talked a lot about in earlier episodes about Sheree and Phaedra and like how like kind of distant they've been in this competition they have this sit down where Sheree basically asks Phaedra like we've been friends actually no she doesn't even say the we've been friends for 30 years thing. Sheree asks Phaedra if she's a traitor, and then Phaedra uses the we've been friends for 30 years thing to say no, which this is a game, obviously, but I don't think I would pull that line of messaging with an actual friend if I was in the game with them, you know? Um... What else? So, Roundtable was kind of uneventful. Uh, It started with Trichelle starting to go after Phaedra again. And then everyone started to pile on. Um, Rightfully so. And Phaedra, like, essentially gave up. And I want to hear from people um, about this. Because it makes sense, but... A lot of people are saying and I think I kind of agree that like Dan Giesling may have kind of tainted the game early on um and for people so I'm not a I do watch Big Brother and other competition shows but I'm more focused on non-competition shows so that did not bug me as much but I feel like for competition show people Like, the people who are used to watching the gamers, I do think, like, the Dan Giesling naming Phaedra on his way out kind of did ruin the game for certain people. And I want to hear from those people to see if that really did. Anyways, Phaedra basically is like, oh, I'm very exhausted. The vote was this. Sharae voted for Phaedra kate voted for phaedra which was not surprising to me but it could be surprising to people and she threw in this thing about how phaedra is more selfish than skillful that came up later mj voted for phaedra i think i mentioned this last week but i do think that mj has the cutest handwriting it's serving say um phaedra voted for ct because girl power Sandra voted for Phaedra, Trishel, Phaedra. C.T. voted for Phaedra, but, like, in, like, the flirtiest, most, the flirtiest possible way. Um, Phaedra gives her little speech, calling herself the most fabulous, faithful, and then there was a pause, traitor. Yeah, and then um, the episode kind of ended with... Sandra's onto Kate given her line in her speech about um, Phaedra being more selfish than skillful. Uh, as always, the traitors, best show on television. Loved it so much. Um, one, like, aside that I noticed was I don't know if I had noticed Trishel's, like, interstitials. So they have like the moments that they're supposed to be like in their rooms by themselves. And Trishel's was like pouring a glass of champagne for herself, but she seemed so like nervous about it in it that I was like, how many takes did we do? Anyways, um, thank you for listening. Um, I will now throw it back to myself and Jamie to do the Freak of the Week and the One True Queen. Thank you. Okay, so we are back post-Traders, and Jamie is magically back. Back. Um, Before we get to Freak of the Week and the One True Queen, I did want to mention, which I totally forgot about, that um, we got a Little Real Housewives of Dubai season two teaser. Um, Not a whole trailer. Uh, Basically, season two is coming back on June 2nd, which I think will almost be two years from when it premiered if i remember correctly which is wild um so we'll look forward to that or i will at least um okay so jamie who's our one true queen
4: our one true queen is the willy wonka experience in glasgow specifically the oompa loompa who's been dubbed the meth queen (laughs)
2: The meth queen, yes. Um, Yeah, so we talked about this more at length in the pre-show. Oh my god, are we doing promo? We're doing promo. Um, uh, But yeah, in Glasgow, there was a Willy Wonka experience, and the photos like just make me laugh.
4: Make me laugh all the time. I mean, the initial AI-generated photos that got everybody excited to spend the money, and then looking at the juxtaposition of the actual event is wild. Yeah. And kind of iconic.
2: Yeah, don't do not do ai No, Um,
4: (laughs) but she's great. And I think she got interviewed by like New York Magazine too. So excited for her.
2: Yeah. And it's just like, if you want to laugh and it's like one of those things that's been all over the internet all week and you might've just like seen it and like not really known what people are talking about, but like deep dive because it's truly funny, funny, funny.
4: Hilarious. Like
2: I've seen escape rooms with more elaboration, you know?
4: No, no. And I guess the creator has already come out apologizing about it. Maybe blaming... Production. I don't know. More to come.
2: There literally is like in one corner like <laughs> a thing you can buy at Party City with like a weird background like <laughs> of like candy just like taped up behind like a rope and stanchion. Beautiful. Um. Let's go to One True Queen or Freak. Oh yeah. Oh God. I'm lost without Dan. No, tan. no, I
4: no, free, the freak of the week is Lisa Vanderpump and the Wolf Dog, I would say.
2: The Wolves and then did you see she posted something on like Twitter or Instagram that was like a wolf in like a tuxedo or It's a, too much. It's giving something.
4: It's giving on well.
2: Um uh, yeah. So thank you, Jamie. Another one true queen is Jamie for coming through, coming oh God, schlepping I to Park love, Slope. I
4: love coming to, talk to the window. Talking about fashions <laughs> to, to be at the window of the world where there's fashions, there's Willy Wonka, there's what else? I think
2: maybe another freak would be us talking about fashion. <laughs> yeah. Me being like, I don't know, like if I like the lanes.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I, yes, please. Anyways, on the e-ray carpet.
2: um, Go to comethroughqueen.com for everything Come Through Queen. Jamie, do you want people to follow you on social media?
4: You can. It's Jamie Missy, if you'd like.
2: Yes. Um, Well, anyways, like, comment, subscribe. Love Love us, love us. us. Please Please retweet. Bye. See you next week. Bye.
3: I want to see you come through, Queen.